reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! is Murray Fox, and this week we're going to look at Doom Patrol number 28 from December 1989. Ah, uh, 89. Yes. A good year. Yeah, yes, it was. <laughs> as far as I recall. Totally. <laughs> it's not very far at all. But there you go. This one is, again, by Grant Morrison and Richard Case and John Nyberg. Mm-hmm. And it continues the Brotherhood of Dada story. Paris has been eaten by a painting. Yeah, this is one of my favorite genes. <laughs> it's really cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've got a cover there by uh, Simon Beisley. Uh, that's kind of cool. I hadn't noticed that before. Robot Man is kind of crouched on the cover there with his little robot guts spilling out. Like he does. Like he does all the time. <laughs> That's right. And uh, yeah, it's cool. It does some neat. It's like it's well designed. It's got the little the little logo and then that white strip that goes all the way down the totally the cover. So it's separating space and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got uh, the little sleepwalk character there. Her fist in the bottom corner. Yeah, it is. It's well designed for sure. This is actually more or less a scene that actually happened in this. It really is. Fancy that. Yeah, that's always nice. Remember those days when comics yeah. showed you what was going on? <laughs> Maybe we're getting back to those days. Either way, it's kind of cool. <laughs> so we open up, and you can tell this is totally pre-Vertigo, because we've got the Justice League Europe guest yeah. starring. Very cool. They're all, uh, you got three of the uh, JLE members there. You got Booster, you got Animal Man, and you got Blue Beetle, and they're just staring, looking at a painting of a painting of a painting of a painting that just kind of goes on and on. Yeah, this is while uh, Grant Morrison was still doing Animal Man. Yes, yeah. I think. Actually, uh, actually I'm not sure. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's only on 18. Yeah, yeah. It's early. Early in his run. Actually, it's mid-run, really. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so the animal man's there, so at least that's one person he knows <laughs> pretty much. Right? And then you've got Brewster and Beetle, who are like two jokey, goofy sort of exactly. JLA members, so it's kind of funny. It works out well. Yeah, they're standing in the uh, the big empty desert where Paris used to be. And they're uh, they're just chit chatting about the painting. Uh, yeah, they're saying painting. This is way too weird. Weird. Don't talk about me about weird. I've been living life in the twilight zone. Clearly, that's Animal Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what do we do? We can't go in after these guys. Who who are these guys anyway? The Brotherhood of what? Dada. The Brotherhood of Dada. Some bunch of nutcases nobody took seriously until they did this. Which, of course, leads us to the line, talking of nutcases, but a bump. <laughs> Here comes the Doom Patrol. 
And sure enough, I like how uh, Richard Case has got the uh, Justice League here, and they're all kind of dumpy. <laughs> they're all like not chubby, but they're they're just kind of. More or less regular dudes. Yeah, regular yeah. dudes. Especially who are, Animal Man. He's got a jacket on. Yeah, yeah. Had a hat. They all look like they're cosplaying or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These guys just stumbled out of Dragon Con. And, Holy <laughs> shit, there's, there's a painting. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes. That's all right. It's cool. Anyway, so uh, Animal Man goes up to introduce himself. Hi, you must be Robot Man. <laughs> He's like, you must be the guy who states the obvious. So this is the painting, yeah. <laughs> this is the painting, yeah? Uh, yeah, that's right. The painting that ate Paris. Some of our teammates are trapped in there, too, in the JLE embassy. And Robot Man is continuing to totally ignore them. He's like, any ideas? He says to Rebus. It's activated by paradox modulation. Any contradictory ideas or images can be used to open a way into the painting. And then uh, Booster's giving uh, Crazy Jane a look. She's like, what do you think you're looking at? Me? No, nothing, nothing. Oh, so I'm nothing, am I? <laughs> and he's like, I, uh, <laughs> and she's like, oh, don't get upset. That's just Hammerhead. And she kind of wanders back over to the Doom Patrol. Because they, of course, need help. And they decide, you know, what are we going to do? And Rebus says, you got to meditate on me. Meditate on what I am. I'm the avatar of contradiction. Black and white, male and female in one body. Can you feel it? Can you feel it opening like a door? And Robots Man, like, do you guys know what you're doing? And they get sucked right into the painting. Well, the Justice League stands and watches and comments. Booster's like, those guys give me the creeps. I mean, whose side are they on anyway? And uh, Blue Beetle is like, hey, check it out. How'd they do that? And, of course, they are in the painting. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's poking on them. And of course, once they're in the painting, we get we get a cool scene of a Booster and Animal Man kind of staring in, like they're it's like a window sort of. We're inside the painting, looking out, and we can see their big faces. <laughs> and Cliff is saying, "I feel weird. I feel kind of flat and unreal. The way I get when I'm sometimes depressed." And Rebus explains, it's just part of being in the painting. The Brotherhood of Dada has been here. They've left psychometric traces, vibrations, subtle scents, traumatic after images. There were four of them. Five? One of them's kind of vague. <laughs> and then he, uh, he gives a little recap of the characters. We've got Sleepwalk, the London girl. She's uh, super powerful when she's asleep. Frenzy, uh, uncontrollable, cyclonic, elemental blur. And we've got Quiz, who's afraid of the dirt and contamination, and she has every superpower that you haven't thought of. We get the Fog, a psychedelic death cloud who absorbs his enemies. And then they say in the fifth, nothing there, a non-being. Which is, of course, Mr. Nobody. Rebus is looking out the window, and she's like, Cliff, there's something funny about this place. And uh, Robot Man reminds her, do you remember you said something about a painting? You said there was something bad in the painting. Which, of course, she did a couple of issues ago. Maybe it was just last issue. Either way. Morrison's very good at playing out those little hints and stuff. That yeah, yeah. Turn into something later on. Yeah. She's like, I don't remember. And Rebus says, over here. He's uh, floating over by the window. The door is unlocked, and there's something else. 
We're not alone in this painting. There's something in here, some terrible power, ancient, trapped, an inhuman intelligence. It's waking up now. I can feel it. Cliff's like, that's just what I wanted to hear. <laughs> awesome. So what's this intelligence? What are we talking about here? Does the Brotherhood know about it? I don't think so, says Rebus. I don't think so. Don't think about it. To think about it gives it strength. All right, I'll just take your word for it. Let's change the subject. What is it with this place? I mean, it looks real enough. And uh, Rebus says, but it has no heart. We're inside a photorealist painting. What else can we expect? <laughs> it's very cool. I love how they kind of start to explore the various uh, art. art style, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, I, oh, this this is one case where it would be really cool if the if uh, Richard Case had been able to really replicate the the style of paintings. For, for his style, he, he does it. He did a good job. Oh, he does what he can for sure. But it's it's you're limited by the. Well, you were also limited by the printing process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure, for sure. We have all the computer stuff that we got going on. Maybe we had a little bit of it. Yeah. jacket and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's constantly changing colors. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Nothing anywhere near what we have today. No, today this would be a really different story. Not a different story, but it would be... It'd be interesting to see what they could do with it today, for sure. Yeah. That's true. I had never noticed that about uh, Rebus's jacket. Oh, really? No, very cool. Yeah, they were just in the beginning stages of the color, color printing, uh, computer printing process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You know, it's pretty primitive, but it's still there. Yeah, no, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, totally subtle. You can see it changing over the pages. Ugh, look at that, all the little things. Wow. (laughs) All right, so they go walking through photorealist land. Uh... They open up. They just cross the street, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. The building they were into a new building. (laughs) Which is exactly like the building that they were in. And they see (laughs) more examples of the painting. They, uh. Exactly the same room that they were just in. Exactly. I knew it, says Cliff. I knew this wasn't going to be easy. How far down does this thing go? And they're looking at the painting that shows. Uh. The painting. The painting of the painting. And Rebus says, well, it's infinite, an infinite recursive structure. It's beautiful. (laughs) What do you mean beautiful? We could be lost in there forever. What about Paris, the real Paris? Where's Paris? It's there. It's in there somewhere. And it's not alone. Boom, boom, boom. And Crazy Jane gets a little uh, something going on there. She's like, something's coming. Moving fast. It's coming. It's... And Frenzy bursts in. Whirls through the room and separates them all, just the way you do. He throws them into different parts of the painting, so they all end up in different parts of painting land there. And then he stops and giggles. Divide and conquer, man. Divide and conquer. Of course. A good solid plan. (laughs) So we uh, catch up with Cliff. There's perfumed air and light on the leaves. Light falling like snow, like chamber music. Ugh, what's going on here? I can't see you properly. And we get Mr. Nobody standing in the street light with uh, little trees, and it's a very Parisian scene. But he says, of course you can't. I'm Mr. Nobody. I'm not really here. Everyone has their own way of seeing me. You might remember me from when I was being boring old Mr. Morden. Nah, you probably don't. Nobody does. 
Anyway, <laughs> here you are in our secret world, our maze of possibilities. This is the Impressionist Department, but there are others. Why don't I send you on a sightseeing tour? You'd like that, wouldn't you? Well, wouldn't you? And he uh, waves his hand and Cliff goes flying off through the painting. And we'll catch up with him in a moment. <laughs> We're back on Rebus, who is staring at the paintings. He's like, interesting. How far down are we? How deep into the structure? I don't know. How many levels? How about taking a look outside? Good idea. <laughs> He's having a little conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from the street, the sound of great engines, of shining factories in untiring labor. The clashing, violent music of ceaseless traffic and distant thunder of vast aircraft in smoke-filled skies. The sizzle and shock of molecular motion, hammers and pistons and strobing, multiplying images of velocity. Time becomes space. Electricity sings in the power lines. This multicolored, polyphonic city. And we get like a real rainbow-colored town. It's all futuristic. And Rebus clues in. He's like, ah, this whole level seems to be based on the principles of futurist art and architecture. Very cool. Yep. He's like, I wonder what? And something drops down on him. And we get the quiz. She's having her little dirty, dirty moment. Dirty, dirty. Not that dirty, dirty moment. <laughs> no, another. The one where she's complaining about how dirty everything is. That's right. <laughs> That's a back page natter. <laughs> we catch up with Cliff, and this is kind of cool. We see him all uh, broken down into his uh, the main shapes of his... Uh, body so he's all circles and squares and rectangles economy utility yeah cones for sure engineering precision function expediency and he becomes robot man again spatial construction and he's in a whole new section um and he meets sleepwalker sound it says huh are you asleep you're and of course she gives him a pounding and he goes flying across the street and she keeps pounding on him. He's like, stop it, for God's sake, wake up, stop it, wake up. That's where she pumped her head right through his chest. Yeah. <laughs> no more speaking for Cliff for a little while. Stressed metal, it says. And we catch up with Crazy Jane, who's in Crazy Town. Ah, uh, the sound a key makes when hovering. The beautiful landscape of naked amnesia. Crazy Jane on a haunted beach. The voice of melancholic spirit gum. And we've got her on a beach with mountains floating in the sky and a great big black sphere floating on the water. And uh, some kind of silver egg having a little campfire. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly surrealist. Totally. And uh, the fog comes and visits her. Jane, crazy Jane. Disorienting, isn't it? Hard to uh, think. Don't be such a bully. Shut up in there. Your thoughts, you creep. They're all surrealist images. Your... Listen, are we ever going to get out of here? Shut up. You can't. I only asked. Concentrate, can you, crazy Jane? You just don't... I think he's... You don't know what... What, uh... 
what to do next. He's asking a perfectly reasonable question. Will y'all be quiet, for God's sake? I'm trying to creep. I'm trying to be menacing here. <laughs> There's nowhere to run. Nowhere to run. What a cliche. I'm going to swallow you. <sighs> Not another one. I'm going to swallow you whole. Don't you feel, isn't it, like you're running in a dream? You get slower and crowded enough. Slower, no matter how hard you try in here. Slower and slower, and I'm right behind you. And, of course, throughout all this, Crazy Jane is running along the beach, and and uh, she's tripping over <laughs> clocks, tripping on... Helping uh, clocks. Yeah, yeah. Big crutches. All the <laughs> usual dolly stuff. That's right. And she is being chased. But we'll catch up with her later, because we're back to Rebus and the quiz. Dirty, 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 and she's shooting out laser beams out of her... Headpiece there. Yeah. <laughs> she almost looks like Deadshot. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, remember, she only has every superpower we haven't thought of. If we can think of it, she uses it. Yes, yes. So he watches her fly towards him and he says, Flight, which grounds her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, super strength, uh, telepathy, heat vision, x ray. What's she doing? And we see her coming up through the ground, sort of. Dematerialization. Dematerialization! Where is she? What's she? And we see a sewer uh, lid come flying off the uh, off the ground there. Underground. There's tremors underground. As more sewer lids come popping up, and then we see the quiz come up. There. Gotta release the spirit. So Negative Man sends the spirit out. Release the negative spirit, and then keep thinking. So, he's saying invulnerability, force shields, teleportation, heat vision. We did that one. I'm sure we did that one. And uh, the negative creature goes zooming towards the quiz. And we flash back onto Crazy Jane, who's giving the fog the finger. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The Doom Patrol. Pathetic. I wonder what it'll be like to absorb your keep wondering asshole. You'll never, never, ever, ever, river, run, river. And Crazy Jane does one of her changes. She turns into, who is this, Rain? Rain Brain. Rain Brain, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you <laughs> doing? That's pissed you off, hasn't it? Shut up in there. Run around, a roll around, a reeler, roller. All right, so I can't touch you in that abstract state. I don't care. Yes, you do. And she continued to speak her uh, weird little language there. Bowler, pola, polar, cola, shola, shella, seashell, seashell, she says. I don't mind, says the fog. You have to change back sometime. I can wait. Super breath. Telescopic vision. Uh, this page sort of splashes back and forth between panels between the crazy Jane scene and the Rebus scene. Yeah, we've got lots of little things going on here. Which is quite, it, it's a neat setup. Like it's yeah, it, it really sort of uh, the pacing of it makes it gives it urgency. Yeah, for sure. You can see that everything's kind of happening at the same time there. Yeah. So we've got uh, Rebus still taking on Quiz. We've got Rain Brain leaving poor Crazy Jane. So she's uh, laying insane, chain of pain again, a brain, a rain brain, rain brain, rain brain, what are you doing? And of course she turns back into plain old Crazy Jane, and then we flash over to the quiz who has trapped the negative creature in a in a jar. Sonic power, super speed, metamorphosis. Rain brain, don't leave me, come back, come back! 
And the fog starts to say yum yum as he absorbs Crazy Jane. And uh, Rebus is kind of falling down on the ground, getting weak, super, super, oh. And <laughs> the quiz says, you forgot the power to create escape-proof spirit jars. <laughs> I love that the escape-proof spirit jars really just make up this little moonshine. Totally. <laughs> totally. And then Jane gets eaten with one final scream. Yum, yum, yum. We go back to Cliff as the rest of the gang starts to uh, come on, come on back to the Eiffel Tower. And uh, Mr. Nobody's saying, well, so much for the new Doom Patrol. F minus for effort, I'd say. And as for you, Robot Man's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why? Why? Because I love you. And since you and the Doom Patrol are the only superheroes mad enough to fight us, we really must get you out of the picture as soon as possible. Now, that ugly jam jar is, I take it, the nutrient tank that feeds your human brain? Without it, you'll die. Am I right? Quiz. And Quiz reaches into uh, Cliff's chest, pulls out the uh, the nutrient jar, and Cliff is like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> Down he goes. And we get some monologuing. Monologuing by Mr. Nobody. Heavens above. That was too easy. You know, I wonder what happened to the fog. It's not like him to miss out on the fun, is it? So what do we do now, man? Good question, Lloyd. I'm all for some synchronized swimming, but I suppose it will have to wait. Why don't we just reactivate the painting and have it devour the world this time? Yes, there's room enough in here for everyone. And while he's speaking, there's this book that comes shooting out of nowhere and uh, flies around sleepwalk. Uh, the whole world, Lloyd. We could do anything we wanted. Paint faces on Superman's bare bottom. Use Batman as an ashtray. Yes. Let's make them all suffer. Let's do it. Let's do it now. And uh, Sleepwalker wakes up. She's like, awake. I'm awake. It's coming. It's coming. It's awake. The buried fifth rider. No, the buried rider. The fifth horseman. It's coming. And that is our cliffhanger. She is clearly freaking out. She's a little nervous. Yeah, yeah. Next, the day the world turned day-glow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nothing says 80s like neon colors. And I guess, yeah, this is still the very end of the 80s. <laughs> All righty, so we get letters, pages, and for the most part, it's just people jibber-jabbering, not a lot of editorial content. Everybody loves Crazy Jane. She's like the greatest character of the 80s, which I believe is probably true. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's a pretty cool creature. One of the original ones. Yeah, totally. Totally. The uh, usual uh, uppity characters there saying, you know, let's just uh, get rid of all the Kupperberg stuff. Yes. Cut <laughs> off all types of Kupperberg folly, and let's not have any more teenage additions <laughs> yes. Which I think is a bit mean, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Obviously, this is its own thing. Totally, yeah. Yeah, it's very much been separated from from what went on before. Yeah, that doesn't make the other stuff bad. It's just different. Yeah, totally. There are. If anything, it suffered from lack of direction. 
Yeah, yeah. It kind of bounced around That's a little bit. Too. Yeah. Yes. What they needed was someone with direction. Yeah. And they've got that. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, what do they say here? Uh, interesting points. This is the editor. If you look at the stories Grant's done to date here, you'll see a pattern emerging. It seems that he's been working through the individual's reactions and the group's reactions to alternate forms of reality. Totally. <laughs> First there was Orkwith with Red Jack's house, or then Red Jack's house. Side trip to Dorothy's mind, and finally the current story within the painting that ate Paris. Very odd doings, a very fascinating reading. Ah, I'm sorry to give the title up, but at least I can sit back and take in everything with a fresh eye. Because that was the... Yeah, Art Young is leaving, and Mark Waid is coming on. Uh, uh, Greenberger was leaving. Well, Greenberger was leaving. Yeah, yeah. Later. Yeah, he's coming up. Later or earlier? Uh, later, I think. Yeah. I think Wade is only on for a short time, and then... Yeah. And then Art Young comes in. Right yes, yeah, so let me see. Coming attractions, we've got the conclusion to the Brotherhood of Dada. Oh, Arkham Asylum is just coming on sale shortly. Interesting. That's by Grant Morrison and David McKean. And I'm sure I had that at one point. I don't think I have it anymore. I saw that. And, uh, oh yes, he reminds you that this is the month that the Legion of Superheroes relaunches. So this is the beginning of the five year later era of Legion. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And then, Bob goes from here to Star Trek. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where he yeah. heads off. Yeah. <laughs> Beaming aboard the Enterprise. Yeah. Uh huh. Fancy. Yes, we've got an it. Off by Gaslight. Yes. Yeah. I think so, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Brian Augustine, I'd forgotten he did that. Mm. I knew it was Mike Mignola, but... Uh, I yeah, I always forget who the writer was. Probably. Yeah. I liked his stuff. Yeah. I liked him on Flash. I don't know if I've seen much more of his work, but I always liked it. Yeah. I liked it, and we've got... Oh, yeah, Gil Kane, The Ring of the Nibelung... Ah, uh, can't go wrong with Gil Kane. No, you can't. I'm sure I had that, too. I don't know if I had it in a trade or the miniseries itself. I may have had it at one point. I don't really recall anymore. But it was... Oh, I bet I... I wonder. I wonder. Huh. Yeah. I don't think I ever enjoyed the story, but the artwork was beautiful. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's opera, right? So, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... Totally. Totally. Alrighty. Well that brings us to the end of this issue. And we'll see you all next week where we dive into a new Doom Patrol of something or other. Contact info. <laughs> Alrighty. In the meantime, you can always send us an email. Our email address is doompodtroll at gmail.com. Or you can head over to our website, doompodtroll.com, where all the episodes are up. And you're welcome to leave comments over there, too. Yes, please do. Please do. Alrighty. We'll catch you all later. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, indeed. Bye-bye. <laughs>